Welcome into the In the Money Podcast for Saturday, July 22nd. We're heading up to Monmouth Park. They've got a late pick four, but we're going to do the all-stakes pick four that starts in the ninth race. Just know there is a late pick four that starts in the 11th. But uh, race nine, we'll start it off with the uh, ungraded Wolf Hill, as I am Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Five and a half on the turf, Jim, three-year-olds and up. Nice, well-matched group of turf sprinters. Where did you land? Uh spread in this race. Uh, there's three horses coming out of the same race. Midday Image, the two. Witty, the five. And the nine, four Harp. Uh, I'm going to use all of them. I'm going to fade four Harp a little bit, though, because uh, that was a huge effort for him, and, and he got the lead, and those other two had, had uh, excuses. So I'm, I think Witty and Midday Image at a better price than four Harp are, are better plays here for the win standpoint. My top choice in here is nothing better. Um, coming out of the Jiper, and that's much better competition than these horses have, have faced. Lost to Caravelle by two and a quarter. Lost to Big Invasion and Casa Creed. Those three, if they were in this race, they'd be uh, less than even money. So I think nothing better is going to be a big favorite. And if I, if I felt better about his chances, I just think there's some other horses here that have a shot based on the numbers. Uh, the class is definitely nothing better, and I can see singling that horse and taking a shot. But um, I'm going to go deep in here. I'm also going to use Belgrano uh, for Castellano coming off a, uh, a good effort at Monmouth, uh, has won five races at Monmouth. That's one reason I, I'm fading uh, for Harper a little bit. He has not raced there, and Midday Image has won three races at Monmouth. So home court advantage for those two horses. Good to go five deep there. Uh, nothing better is my win pick. I have got nothing better, uh, number two on my list. I went with a price in here, a horse named That's Right. I like this horse on the uh, first start of the year at Pimlico. And he got a, a misfortune at the start. Bad gate crew. They uh, had hold of the side of his head uh, when the gate opened. So he didn't have any chance that day. And it uh, was only 9-1 to one in a field that included nothing better. And then uh, the next time out, in his next race, they went the first quarter sub-21 the next quarter was like 43 and change, and he was three wide, and I just think that was a really uh, unfavorable pace scenario. So I'm going to give him an excuse for both of those two because he's 12 to 1, and I think he's better than that price. Two for three on this track, graded stakes winner. So I'm going to take a shot with that's right, but also use nothing better. Uh, midday Image, who's won three times here. And Belgrano, I'm going to use the four who has beaten nothing better in the past and run well against him on other occasions. So I'm going to use those four. Could be talked into going deeper, but I'm going to keep the ticket at a, a more manageable level if I just stick with four here. The 10th race is the grade three Molly Pitcher. Phillies and Mayors three and up, mile and a 16th on the main track. I couldn't go against search results. I know she'll be a big favorite, but looks like she's just got a significant class edge. She took the same path last year and romped in the Molly Pitcher after just missing in the Ogden Phipps. And I think she will be awfully tough to beat. I'm going to also include Loved because I think she might have grade one potential. She ran at Keeneland this spring and then uh, went from there and won an allowance easy at, uh, at Churchill. And she's just been handled very carefully. But I, I think there's a lot more there that... Uh, could be tapped into at some point. This is a big ask to beat search results, so uh, I don't 
really think she'll do that, but just on that ultimate potential, I'm going to include Loved on my pick four ticket. If I went deeper, I'd probably use La Divida. Uh, nice 101 last time. It's a personal best, and um, I think the, you know, she merits a look, but search results on top for me. How about you? I'm exactly with you, and I think Loved, um, the pace scenario favors here in her in here, too. Uh, I think she's going to get the lead. Um, obviously, search results sits off of it, and she's so good. I, w- I would be shocked if she didn't run her down. But Love has won the last three races by 12, 4.5, and, and 11.5. And, and like you say, Brandon, Brendan Walsh has brought her along very carefully. Uh, Gap Leon's ridden her all four times in her lifetime. Uh, I think she's got, a, she's got a shot in here, and I think it's worth the effort and the money to put her in and not single search results and double your ticket. Because if she does beat search results, and search results is going to be three to five or four to five, if love goes off at four to one or five to one, you're going to quadruple or more your payoff and pick four. So I think love and search results, and I would almost guarantee that you'll get through this leg. 11th race is the Grade One United Nations race with a lot of history. They'll go a mile and a three mile and three eighths on the turf course at Monmouth. This race used to be run at Old Atlantic City Race Course. Visited there a couple of times. Really cool place that uh, I don't think they use anymore. Um, where did you land in the UN? There's a lot of ways to go in here. And I'm going to go deep when I get to the pick four. Probably Planetario. Uh, Richard Mandela ships uh, this horse in from Santa Anita. Horse ran in Brazil and was uh, very tough in there. Six for 11 lifetime. And has run three good races in North America, all at Santa Anita. So it's a big ask to ship him across country and beat these horses but he may have what it takes and uh i think mike smith comes in to ride i think there's a lot of reasons to like planetario the brazilian horse we use therapist for mike maker the one horse uh gonna use catnip for michael stidham this horse ran really big in the monmouth last time out the grade three uh, prep for this and uh would not be surprised if this horse after three straight wins this year, including one at Keeneland uh, in the spring, would take that next step and grab a great one as well with Rosario riding. Uh, as I mentioned, Planetario going to use limited liability, coming off a um, a second-place finish to foreign relations. But limited liability, I think, may have a little bit of more upside. Uh, that was at a mile and a half. This is a mile and three-eighths. And limited foreign relations came back and did not run well at Ellis. So uh, I'm going to use limited liability, and I'm going to use Red Knight, the classy horse outside for Mike Maker, who finished four lengths back of up to the mark in the Manhattan and fits well here on class as well. So I'm going to go five deep, but uh, a very mild edge to Planetario. Yeah, I took uh, Planetario on top myself. I was really impressed by that race in the San Juan Capistrano. Uh, he was, was really impressive that day. And, you know, Mandela shipping this horse all the way across. Now he's got one in the next race, too. So which is the is, is one of them more well-meant than the other? I don't know. But uh, it could be this one. And it's the third start off the layoff, too. So as well as he ran last time, he could run even a little better. Uh, I think Catnip's very live, just a four-year-old. So there still may be upside there. And that 98 on this course last time, uh, as you mentioned with his Rosario riding, was impressive. A red Knight dropping out of those grade ones. I've got to throw him on there. And then foreign relations, of course, uh, you and I have been tracking since back in the spring at Keeneland. Um, the 92 number in the Louisville stakes, two starts back, would give him a, a shot in here. So 
I'm going to put Florin Relations on my ticket also. And then race 12 is the grade one Haskell for three-year-olds at a mile and an eighth. Bob Baffert has won this race a bunch of times. He's got Arabian Night on the outside. That'll take a lot of money. Where did you land? I landed on Tap It Trice. And I like Mays, but it bothers me a little bit uh, that uh, Delgado came out and said that this was a prep race for the Travers. Hard to think of a million-dollar grade one as a prep race. And I talked to um, uh, my guy that's our track man at, at Kingland, and he's seen Mage work at the Thoroughbred Center, and he says he's working like he's ready. Uh, he, there's no question that they've been working him get, to get ready for a start. Uh, and they didn't want to train him all the way up to the Travers. He's been off since May 20th, so he, he really needs a race to set him up for the Travers. <clears throat> but I don't think he's a good win bet at what he's going to go off at, which is 3-1 to one or less. Tappet Trice, on the other hand, uh, moved forward in the Belmont off what was just a mediocre try in the Derby and got that 100 buyer after a 99 buyer in the Bluegrass. Only got beat a length and a half to Forte and Arcangelo. And I think Tappet Trice can move forward off that Belmont race and, and maybe edge out Mage. I'm going to use Arabian Night. I really don't like using a horse that's only raced twice in his lifetime. Uh, last time he was out was the Southwest at Ar- in Arkansas, and obviously he's had some issues since then. But if anybody can get him ready, Bob Baffert can get him ready. So I'm going to use him as well. Don't like him that much. Uh, I like Tappet Trice over Mage. Uh, not going to use the Mandela horse, Go Rocket Ride. Um, that race at Santa Anita was not that impressive in, in the Affirmed, and I think it's a big ask to beat these uh, other horses who've come out of grade one. So I do think Mandela's horse in the turf race is well meant. So three deep here with Tappet Trice. Hopefully the Bluegrass winner puts another grade one in his belt. That's who I'm taking, too. And I was a little surprised when I initially saw the field that that's where I ended up. But the more I looked at it, uh, I'm like you. I'm a little skeptical of Arabian Night with just the two starts, but it is Baffert, and you look at the workout pattern. It looks like a you know a classic Baffert workout pattern with those bullets, and he's had three seven furlong workouts that he's put the horse through, a couple of sixes, so he should be fit enough. But Tappet Trice is a Grade One winner to mile and an eighth, which is what this is. And the big thing for this horse is he projects projects to get an outside stalking trip, because I think the three horses to his outside all have more, a lot more speed. And so that leaves a chance for Luis Saez to do what this horse must have, is clear sailing. Uh, and in the Derby, he was down inside the whole back stretch, and he spent a lot of time inside in the Belmont too. And in uh, the race at Keeneland, even though he was drawn inside, they were able to quickly get him to the outside and let him make his move. And I think he just hates getting kickback. But when he's out in the clear, I think he gets to show his, his best. And I think the trip he'll get will give him a chance to do that. So I'm like you. I'm on Tappet Trice over Arabian Night. And I'm going to also include extra Anejo, who was so impressive last time at Ellis. It's a big step up. But I think this horse, kind of like we were talking about, uh, oh, uh, loved earlier, has a lot of upside uh, still left to tap into. I'm leaving Mage out. I'm like you about those comments from the trainer. And I I just think, uh, you know, I don't think Mage is, I think this is just a step toward the Travers, like they said. And, uh, you know, I'm not even, I'm, I think he's just got a really favorable setup in the, in the Derby. And I I think he's a nice horse, but I don't think he's, you know, anything that's uh, all that scary 
uh, versus the, the, the best of the three-year-olds. So tap it trice for me in the Haskell. So Texas to the pick four. I ended up with a $48 ticket. I went four deep in the turf sprint, two, four, seven, eight. Then I'm using just two in the Molly pitcher, four and six. Then three, six, eight, nine in the UN and seven, five, seven, eight in the Haskell, forty-eight dollars. How about you? I've got a little more money tied up in mine. A seventy-five dollar ticket, uh, two, four, five, seven, nine, with four, six, with one, three, five, six, nine, with four, five, eight for a seventy-five dollar ticket. Best of luck if you're playing the nice card of stakes races up at the Haskell. Of course, Saratoga, Ellis, both underway. Uh, Del Mar is getting ready to start. So it's a fun time to be a horse player. Just make sure you have money in your Keeneland Select account. Good luck, everybody.